All right, and welcome to this week's episode of Dudes Talking Sports. I'm your co-host, as always, Casey Foreman, alongside my co-host and Tanner File. This episode is brought to you by BetUS.com, a.k.a. America's Sportsbook. There's a link in the episode description. Go check it out. Help us out over here on Dudes Talking Sports. But Tanner, great to be here with you. Wish my mic was a little bit better, but we're still doing it. How you doing? Great to be here with you, man. I'm good. We got a tiny bit of football, like a little bit of appetizer, like one of those like appetizers that comes around on the tray. Yeah, I want the main course of football. No, I ate that right away, and I was ready for more pronto. It's like when you're absolutely starving. Yeah, you know, the whole family shares, you know, the onion blossom or, you know, something like that. You didn't get as much as you want to, and it's like, man, when's that burger coming? When's this going? I am ready to see Derek Carr and Devontae Adams playing for the Raiders, right? That's what I yeah, want to see. It's, instead of uh, Jarrett Stidham and – Hey, Stidham uh, was okay. At least he, was, I enjoyed watching Stidham, actually. I, do, you see the, do you see the first play when it is like the ball just chucked up like 40 yards in the air and just happened to find a Raiders Football's player? back, man. Football's yeah. back. That's it was like I the thought. most preseason play ever. Yeah, so I'm excited. Uh, and since we're getting closer and closer, the season starting, Tanner and I, Tanner and I are going to continue our segments of NFL divisions over under this week, taking a look at yes – which some people might say, oh, that's a boring division. Oh, I'm not going to listen in this week, whatever it is. You're wrong, okay? You're being a hater. The AFC South, Tanner and I are going to show you guys how exciting the AFC South is going to be this year. I know I can't believe I'm saying that, but, right? Like, AFC South, it's not as bad as everyone's talking about. The Colts, the Jags, the Texans, the Titans, the number one seed in the AFC last year. Like, come on, Tanner, give us some respect, right? Yeah, the level of football that's going to be played, I don't know, but it's still an entertaining division. Like, yeah, there are still storylines. It's the NFL. It's fun to talk about, right? And then the second half of the show, like we talked about, training camp is back. It's going. It's in full swing. And we know what that means. A bunch of storylines coming out, right? Yeah, we're going to be talking about training camp news so far. We have some injuries we're going to talk about and how they – affect those teams we have some star players requesting trades and we have some position battles and some guys that look good and you know practice practice you know we're just talking practice it's not that big a deal it's not nothing it's practice right shout out to ai for that but either way let's keep it rolling talk about our nfl divisions over under breaking down the afc south which actually I wrote it down joking around whenever I first was doing my notes and stuff like, oh, man, the most exciting division in the NFL. And by the time I was done, I was like, man, that was actually not the most boring thing ever going through that division, you know? I kind of don't think it's the most boring division. I don't think so either. I thought I'm gonna argue. Boring. I'm gonna argue that the NFC North is a little more boring than that. Uh, okay. That okay. We'll hit on a couple weeks. Yeah, but, but soon, yeah, we only have a few divisions but, left to hit on. But, I mean, this division doesn't have Aaron Rodgers, but it's still it's still entertaining. No, it's, yeah, it doesn't have Aaron Rodgers, but, you know, what else does that team have? Not that much after that, right? We'll talk about that when we get to it. Very good defense. We'll get there. We'll get there when we get there. All jokes aside, okay, all jokes aside, actually pretty interesting division. Let's start with a team that won it last year in the Titans. They went 12-5 and last year, despite Derrick Henry missing half the season. Yeah, he was the 
yeah, they were the one seed, and Derrick Henry still led. Uh, sorry, there was sorry there was some technical <laughs> difficulties there. People yelling outside my house. Good old but, Buffalo. Uh, either way, either way, dude. <laughs> uh, they were good without Derrick Henry last year, who was by far the best running back in football when he was healthy. He could have won the MVP award when he was healthy. Yeah, he, he played eight games. This team was still the one seed. Yeah. This team is not a good team because of their offense. They were a terrible offense when Derrick Henry was hurt and A.J. Brown was hurt. When neither one of them were in, they were not moving the ball. This defense is elite. This defense is one of the best in the NFL. There are arguments to be made to where this defense could be the best in the NFL. This this defense wins them games. This defense keeps them in it. They're well coached. They play good defense. What they sacked they, they, Joe Burrow eight times, I think it was eight or nine times in that game in that playoff game. Like they've haven't been. They still bad. lost, but yeah, they haven't had a bad season since Ryan Tannehill took over. It's hard for me to pick. Different team. Yeah, I guess. No A.J. Brown. I want to say no Julio Jones, which doesn't really matter anyway because he caught one touchdown last year. But either way, no A.J. Brown, no Julio Jones. Derrick Henry coming off a major injury. It's a big year for Ryan Tannehill. It's a big year. Yeah, Yeah, he's going to have to prove that he is better than what we saw when he didn't have weapons Last year, he, he has to go back. Takes in that game against the Bengals, I think. I think he threw three interceptions that game as well. So, yeah, he's got to prove it, man. He does. He's got to go back to the form he was in two seasons ago. Yeah, in order to, I think, keep this Tennessee job the turnover, moving moving right? forward, moving yeah. forward. I mean, they got a so young the, buck sitting behind him. Yeah, I feel like you don't draft a future quarterback in the fourth round. Oh, so you don't think he's a, their their future franchise or anything like that at all? No, I think they drafted him to be a backup. Okay, okay, interesting. That's a, you're actually pretty valid point there with the fourth like, round. Like, okay, like besides Dak Prescott off the top of my head, how many other fourth round quarterbacks start in the NFL? No, I don't know. I don't know if there's any. I know like, Tom Brady did though, not right away, but sixth yeah. round, right? Yeah, sixth round. Yeah, so there you go. So, Either way, as Tom Brady, he's a bit of an outlier. Bit of an outlier. Yeah, he's I the greatest player of all time. So in, in, in I would say um, sets off the ratio a little bit. So but, I don't know how great their defense is. I just I have my doubts on that offense, though. Is all I is all I think. I got. Doubts. Yeah, I think I think they need their first round pick Traylon Burks to play a big role in this offense. I think they need Robert Woods to play a huge role in this offense. That's a nice pickup for him too. You're right. That was nice. They do have another veteran piece out there now. You're right. So if you, if those two guys both perform, you're not looking at terrible receivers. You got a great running back, in my opinion, the best running back in the NFL. The line well, on this team, the line on this team is nine wins. What do you say about that, wins. Casey? Oh man, that's tough. That is so tough, dude. I, I'm either gonna stay right at nine and like push, stay right there, or I'm gonna go under at eight because of how much I don't love the offense. Uh, well, what is your big problem with the offense? I just don't know what Derrick Henry is gonna be. Can you? Can he be the workhorse and the guy? And you said when he's Derrick Henry, you don't need anything else. That's a hundred percent true. Is he gonna be that guy? Can he take as many carries right away? Does he need another season under his belt before he's back to what he was? 
I just have a little bit of doubts coming off the injury. Is he, can he have the workload he did before? Um, no AJ Brown, Julio Jones was, like I said, I'm not worried about the Julio Jones thing. That's just a nice little thing on, I don't know, cherry on top of the pie right there, which they already had, but I don't know. I just have some doubts, man. And Ryan Tannehill, I don't think he's a great quarterback either. So he's gotten worse and worse. It seems like in the past season, especially last season towards the end, he was not great. I mean, I'm not oh. saying it's the I'm not saying it's the greatest show on turf. No, I know. But I'm, but I'm, I'm saying they're an okay offense. Yeah, I the middle of the okay. pack. I think yeah. they're middle of the pack, and I think they have a top five defense. So yeah, I think you're right. I got them 11 and six. I think they go over nine wins. Uh, I'm gonna push. I'm gonna stay right at nine. Okay, I'm not gonna go under. You convince me on that. I'm not gonna go under, but I, I'm, I'll stay right at nine wins. I'll I'll give them a winning record. Maybe they get to 10. I don't think they get 11 wins. I don't think they get 11 wins. So there you go. Either way, push or go over. I'm not going all the way to 11. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if we saw eight and nine from this team. Let me get that out there right now. I would not be surprised. I wouldn't be, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if I saw any team go eight and nine. Like an injury or two can ruin pretty oh, much. Oh, of course, an injury. But I just mean how they're built right now. I just, I, I you're just saying, you're saying you could see them going eight and nine if Derrick Henry plays seventeen games. Well, no, because I don't know what Derrick Henry is going to do. So that, 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 that's well, but, that, but that's what, I'm, but that's what I'm saying is injuries can hurt any team. Oh, he could get re-injured, right? Or, or he could still be injured, right? Right. I thought you meant like a new injury or something like. I, I, yeah, going back to last year though. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. That's why it's such a big factor this this season with him because he's coming off such a big one. Obviously, been tough schedule. The Bills, the Raiders, the Chiefs, the Broncos, the Packers, the Bengals, the Chargers, and I threw the Cowboys in there too. Those are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams that are at least as good, if not better than than who they're playing. Again, not defensively, and you get faster with the defenses, and those are a lot of very you know good defenses as well. They're playing. Ryan Tannehill under center. I think those could be six losses in eight games right there for those guys. I really do. I think it's possible. I don't know anything's possible, but those could be six losses, eight losses. I don't think they're going to lose all eight of those games, but that's tough, man. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. I guess that's a team that we have different opinions on. Yeah, so we'll see. That's how we feel about Tennessee. Let's go and talk about, okay, dr- drum roll, please. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, oh, thank you, Tanner. Very kind. The Jacksonville Jaguars, who went a whopping three and fourteen last year. Okay, all jokes aside, they've had back uh, back to back number one overall picks. Okay, in back to back drafts now. No matter who you are, that equates to talent. Okay, that equates to talent. It should. It should. <laughs> it very well should, and it should equate to your team getting better. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence should, if not will, be better next season in his second year. He's got a new coach, maybe a more stable coaching tree around him. Yeah, and a quarterback developer. He, Doug Peterson has developed quarterbacks oh, of course. At, at, yes. every single, at every single level. Most quarterbacks have had their best season under Doug Peterson. He's a former quarterback. Urban Meyer has never had a good quarterback in – in college or the NFL, like at a pro level, like he had Tim Tebow and he had all those Ohio State quarterbacks, but none of those Ohio State quarterbacks were pro quarterbacks. It wasn't a pro quarterback. He, for the first time in the pros, he has a pro quarterback developer. 
Yeah, exactly. He, I think, I think he it was the the perfect hire. I was saying it back in the middle of the season when the Urban Meyer thing was going on. It should be Doug Peterson filling in his shoes. That's exactly what happened. So I'm super glad that that took place. But uh, so they're going to be better, new coach, improved offense. You know, they spent some money. The offense most you know, most money ever. Yeah, there you go. So th- again, money doesn't equate to improvement, but. A little bit here. They should be at least a little bit better offensively next year, especially with the Doug Peterson sign. Um, and, you know, you might see a sneaky win here or there with a big Trevor Lawrence performance here and there. So, you know, I, th- I think they might see, a, you know, get a sneak win here and there. I think they could win five, six, seven games potentially, ceiling wise. Yeah. Yeah. I think they could. This team is young, like so young. Like, at every single at every single position. Yeah, James so. Robinson seems like he's the vet of the team. He's going into his third year. That's crazy, dude. He does seem the vet. He does seem like he's the vet on that team. But yeah, third year. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so this team is crazy. And they're gonna have lumps going through the season yes. as a young team. Probably but early. This, but the team does have a lot of talent. And I I guess this is maybe like I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be like a breakout player this year. I think he is going to show why he was taken number one in that draft. And I think people are going to see the extreme talent that he has. But if I have to, but if I have to assign the Jaguars wins in the way I've done these predictions. Tanner's tough with his wins, guys. He don't just give those out. You got to earn those things. He, you have to take those wins away from another team. I'm not just going through because every team when they see the Jaguars on their schedule, w. they think they think that's a win. Every fan is looking through their schedule and they see the Jaguars and they're like, okay, that's a win. Like they're not gonna out talent almost any team in the NFL. Or I got them. I, I I have them two and fifteen in my predictions. But let me just say, I do think they will win more than two games. It's just they're not going to be favored in any game I'm besides go, maybe the Texans. I'm going to go 6-11. and 11. Yeah, I'm I think gonna, that I'm is – take a big swing. I'm going to go 6-11. and 11. I, I kind of think you're probably closer to their actual record at the end of the year. But in order for me to assign – I'm not going to assign them wins over – like, I think I have, like... No, like I said, there's going to be a pretty, 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 win. I'm, I'm pretty sure they play the Bears. Like, I think I picked the Bears to beat them. Because, like, if I don't pick them to beat the Jaguars, am I picking the Bears to go, like, 0-17? Yeah, yeah, who are you picking the Bears to beat? But if you're not picking the Jaguars to beat the Bears, who are you giving the who are you giving wins to the Jackson? Just the Texans? Just the Texans, uh, then, right? I don't remember. I don't remember when I went through. No, I have them splitting against the Texans. Yeah, but, yeah, but you, know, you know my point, though, right? Like, like so... I, I like your system and all. Uh, I think both ways you, you can see pros and cons. But like I said, the, the, the sneak win is going to happen. Like that's what. That's oh what yeah, for get. sure. They beat Buffalo you, last year. Yeah, that's what you can't really you know look for or plan out on on, on that thing. Is like when you're giving away wins and stuff like that. It's okay. This is good. This. And we, I think they'll get a few sneak wins. You can't even predict it. You know, you can't because you don't know when it's going to happen. Who they're going to be playing? When in the season are they going to be? That's why the NFL off? is the best. That's it's why the awesome. NFL is the best. It's, it's the because best. the parity awesome, that you, like I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if I see this Jaguars team go eight and nine. Like I okay, wouldn't I'd be, be surprised. Like I, I mean, I would be pleasantly surprised for the yeah. Jaguars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't be like, un- I, I wouldn't be like, wow, I never saw that coming because yeah, no. No, there's anything can happen. 
And like injuries go crazy across the league. They could catch teams at bad times. You catch fire, you get a breakout player who's hot. Who could be something out? Your number one pick from either this year or last year, Trayvon yeah. Walker or Trevor Lawrence. It chance, you know, odds are on their on their side for you know on this one, and uh, I'm betting it with them. I'm going. I'm going six and eleven for Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. What, what what's what's the number for them? The line the for the J- line for the Jaguars is six and a half. Ooh. I have them going two and fifteen, so I'm definitely taking the under. I wish I could take the over. It sucks that I'm taking a swing and, and giving them six wins, six wins, and I still got to take the under on that thing. I still got to take the under, man. That's ridiculous out there. I but. guess people are pretty high on the Jaguars. Yeah, that might be one of, so. like, that's one of my least favorite lines. No, that's because high. Put it at like four. I'd put it at four and a half. Yeah, what I'd have they done to four show? And a half. Six what have they done? Six and a half? What have they, oh you know, what have they done to show six and a seven half wins? wins? To show that they can get seven? Like, Dude, nothing. They haven't had seven wins in the last two years. Yeah, put it at four and a half. That's the line for the Jags. That's that's the DTS line, guys, four and a half. And you're taking the over on the four and a half all day long. They're putting them at five or six. But either way, let's move on. Talk about the Colts. Okay, the Colts, they went nine and eight last year. Uh, You could say they got a little more consistent at the quarterback spot. Um, You know, they have the best – they had the best running back in the second half of the season last year, and Jonathan Taylor, they had, uh, they have, excuse me, some very winnable games on their schedule. The Giants, the Texans, obviously twice. The Jags, the Commanders. Uh, I think they're about the same as they were last year. I don't think they got that much better. I don't think they got really any worse. I think they're about the same team as last year. Maybe a little bit better. Um, how are you on this indie team right now? I think this team is really similar to the team they just had last yeah, season. It's, it's like, what's so, the big difference here? I think the big difference is Matt Ryan coming in instead of Carson Wentz. I think Matt Ryan is a better quarterback than Carson Wentz, especially for what this Colts team needs. They have vertical receivers that they need to hit downfield and somebody that can he win can and play. That. That, can, that can win and play action. Yeah. Matt Ryan's going to have all day to throw. It's a good offensive line. My big problem with this Colts team, the reason I don't have this Colts Colts team higher than I do. Now Shaquille Leonard. Oh yeah. Because he's no longer Darius Leonard. Mm-hmm. Out for the foreseeable future. He's gonna miss time this season to start. He didn't have back surgery until like mid or late June, I think. Gosh, that sucks. Because he was trying to rehab without it. Yeah, right. Right. So he so he's gonna miss probably at least half the season. In my opinion, he's the best off-ball linebacker in the NFL. He's incredible. He, I think he he was going to be probably my defensive player of the year prediction. I'm super high on, on him, but he's not not anymore. I wouldn't because, pick him anymore, Tanner. <laughs> yeah, he's going to miss like half the season, yeah. and he's their best player. Yeah, so that's so, okay. So early, that's tough. That's tough early, man. And yeah. like I said – it is some winnable games, but it's no walk in the park for him either. I'm, I think, wait, what's the line at? What's the line? Minus 10 wins. Minus Ooh, 10 wins. 10. I have them 11 uh, and 6. I was going 9 and 8, maybe 10 and 7. Maybe 10 and 7 is what I was saying. I think 10 and 7 was kind of uh, – 11 and 6 is probably the ceiling, or even 12 and 5 because you never know this team is good enough to win that many games. But Another good defense. Yeah, exactly. Right? Even without Darius Leonard, they're a good defense. No, and like another elite 
running back, good enough quarterback to win you some games, right? I think at this point in his career. So uh ten wins, you're taking the over? Yeah, eleven and six. You're taking the over? I'm gonna push. Again, I hate yeah. it. I wish I could take the over or the under, but 10 wins feels right for the team. I'm going to give Matt Ryan the extra win in comparison to Carson Wentz and bump him up to 10 wins this year. Um, but, uh, again, 10 wins, I don't like that line that much either, though. The Colts are just becoming a retirement home for quarterbacks, I feel like. <laughs> Weren't you done before? <laughs> yeah, I don't know about retirement home, but it's like a rental for a year. They're just – Oh, it's, just, it's, a, it's a conveyor. This is what the – the fifth straight year with the yeah, fifth. It's a quarterback. Since Andrew Luck, since Andrew Luck has been gone, yeah. it's been new guy in there. Feels like every single year. Yeah. and it feels like a guy who is coming off what wasn't his best season the year before. It's kind no, of like, I feel like a lot of them have been coming off their worst season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, I was trying to be nice there. You didn't have to say that, but yeah, there you go. Um, well, yeah, I like it though. I appreciate it. Moving but on. I still do think. Matt Ryan is an upgrade over Carson Wentz. So I'm giving I, I, him 11 and 6. I'll give him one win as well, right? So let's move on and talk about the Texans, who, no, all joking aside, I love talking about, you know, I'm having a good time talking about this division, Tanner, but the Texans, I have a question, you know, like how can this team be good? And I, I, I know there's an X factor, like Davis Mills, he could be the big X factor for this team. How is, is he going to improve? How much is he going to improve? Can he win some games for this team? But, Tanner, I don't see how this team can be good. Like, good. How could this team be good? I, I, I know it's the NFL and, and anything can happen, but I think it's pretty – I feel pretty comfortable saying I don't know, I don't know what the line is right now. I'm going to take the under. Yeah, okay. the, line, the, line, the line is four and a half. I'm going to take the under. I'm just going to tell you right now. Okay. So the Texans, they're yeah. – I, I have no – conviction that the Texans are trying to win football games. They what have shows you that they are. What shows you they are? That's easy. Yeah, yeah, like what I moves have they what moves have they made? They had Brandon Cooks at the trade deadline who's a good receiver and I think was getting a lot of interest from teams that choose not to trade him. You probably could have got a second or first round pick. You could teams. have you could have taken a swing at one of the First round quarterbacks this year. You you stay safe with Davis Mills because you like what you saw, though. Yeah. So I mean, I don't think Davis Mills necessarily else. showed worth backing off of him. Yeah. But, but I mean, if you have a top ten pick, you have a top ten pick. No facts. You could get a quarterback. Davis Mills was a third round pick, but there wasn't a top ten quarterback out there. You're right. There wasn't. So with that tenth pick. They did the smart thing, and they wouldn't improve their their team. Who would they choose with that pick again? Uh, they, Derek Stingley. Oh, right. We did not expect the Stingley pick yeah. right there. Yeah, that was a big swing for them. We'll see if that pays off. Could have really worked out. But go ahead. But my big thing is they had all these coaching candidates, and they hired Lovey Smith. And Lovey Smith is not a quarter. Is not a Here coach. That you hire if you want to win football games. He had one good season in Chicago, and everyone thinks he's like this great coach. He's been bad at every step since then. He ruined my favorite team, the Bucks. He ruined my favorite college football team, Illinois. Like, this guy is just the bane of my existence. 
I, you know, I kind of forgot why you hated him so much. And I, there we go. I feel, I feel bad. For, I feel bad for Texans fans. Like you have this young quarterback that's shown some talent. You have young players, and you hire Lovey Smith, who's not going to win you football games. He's like he's he has no room to grow as a coach. Like he is, he is one of the older coaches in the NFL getting us another chance when you could be hiring one of these young Shanahan or Levey assist. Assistants that have had McVeigh that have had success. Well, I love him. He's my best friend. So, so sorry if there's any, actually, sorry if there's any diehard Lovey Smith fans. I'm actually saying. quite offended at this point in time. Today. I'm gonna I'm gonna hop off. All right, I'll I'll talk to you <laughs> later. Okay. Uh, no, honestly though, I I don't know how this team can be good. I give them three wins. Best. Yeah, I also have them two and fifteen, and I think the Jaguars are a lot better than the Texans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their ceiling is like six, seven. The Texans' ceiling is like four. Okay, yeah, yeah, maybe five. You know, they get played to play football too, but like, no, it It could also be one. Yeah, I feel like they are. I feel like the best case for Texans fans this year, if you exist. There are some out there. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, If you're a Texans fan, you are hoping Davis Mills either looks Pops. really, really good this year or, or really, really bad this year. Sucks. You want to know what you have in Davis Mills moving forward Sucks. to next year because yes. there's a good chance. No, you want the up of the up or the down of the down. You want one or the other because you don't want this – Ah, we could keep him. He's good enough, right? He's not bad. He's not great. He was. He's not. He's not the biggest problem with our team, right? We're, no. Right? Yeah, you yeah, want, you okay, get caught in that gray like, area. You want like, man, this guy, boom, he's the best part of this team. Which is like, <laughs> Davis Mills is the best part of our team. Oh my gosh. Either way, though, I'm not gonna though. I I enjoyed. I don't say I enjoyed watching him last year. That's probably a lie. But uh, I didn't hate it. He's not. Yeah, he's not bad. No, it wasn't like, oh, my gosh, what are like, watching right I. now? Yeah, you know, it was like one of those unbearable, you know, it's like, th- you know, 5 o'clock, 5.30 on a Sunday. You're just getting through the day at that point, being like, okay, I, I can't just not, you know, stop watching at this point. No matter what's on the TV, I'm going to be tuning in. So it wasn't like that. You know, it's not that bad, right? So either way, three wins. Three wins for the Texans. Yeah, this team – Maybe they're playing for 2023. That's what that's what signs point to, right? That's what all the signs are pointing to. They're playing because if Davis Mills doesn't pan out, maybe then a guy in that draft will, and they can get him with the first overall pick if they want. You know, so, I think it's very much in play for this yeah. Texans. That's how it is, though. You know, the bottom is pretty rough as far as this division goes, uh, and there's even a gap. Like the bottom is the bottom. That's the Texans, and then there's some gap. And then you got the Jags. Not that big a difference, but there is a difference between these two teams. For sure. For sure. And then... At least talent-wise. Yeah, talent-wise. Not as far as overall performance, but Because, like, it's not going to surprise me if the Texans finish above the Jaguars. No, because that's the Jaguars. Exactly. Yeah. But, but, but then, then there's almost, I don't want to say a mountain of difference. Then you go to the Colts. A, you know, well-ran... 
sustained franchise that continues to win, no matter who's playing quarterback, you know, a, a nice run team. And then above them, the Titans who had, you know, such great talent. We know how good they are coaching wise now with Rabel um, and his staff. So it, yeah, it's, it's a diverse division. Like it's, it's all sorts of times, which I'm, I'm all about, man. I'm all about yeah. it. So yeah, two teams that are in the playoff race and, Two teams that are in the number one pick race. Yeah, fun stuff. Really, really fun stuff going on in the AFC South. Uh, We're going to go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we're going to continue on with the NFL, but breaking down training camp and all the different uh, storylines and drama that comes along with it, like we all love. That's why we watch the game. Let's be real, guys. Either way, Casey and Tanner, we'll be right back. All right, and welcome back. As we said in the first half of the show, let's continue on discussing the NFL. But training camp, Tanner, training camp is officially here. It's underway. It's up and running. Very exciting stuff. No Cowboys, though, on hard knocks. No Cowboys. Like, can they, Can we just have Cowboys and hard knocks every single season? Like, can we make that a thing? Come on. I'd rather, I'd rather have Dan Campbell. No. <laughs> oh, come on. Then Mike? Mike, come on. Dan Campbell's got 30 times the personality Mike McCarthy has. Mike McCarthy's a hey, he's lost weight, though. He's lost weight this offseason. Good for him. Either way, uh, with training camp, that comes storylines, that comes injuries, that comes a bunch of stuff now. Uh, a lot of these are coming from NFL reports, so we're getting these from straight from sources. Uh, Michael Thomas, my first thing that I was going through, which kind of not surprised me, but I, like, oh, I remember that name. I remember that guy used to play football very well. Um, yeah, he's apparently back and healthy and looking pretty, boy. Looking pretty good in, in camp. All right. Yeah, exactly. He's and running so, slants super well. Dude, yeah. So 1,700 yards. <laughs> 1,700 yards, nine touchdowns last time this dude played a full season. Yeah, I think him coming back 100%. That's going to help, uh, help Jameis Winston in the Saints. Actually, the last time this guy played football, he got held to zero yards by Carlton Davis. But I said full season. His the last, last game. Goal. But the last game. Yeah, he was hurt. He was hurt, Tanner. He was hurt. It didn't, didn't count. Just didn't count. We're gonna we're gonna just forget. Yeah, I see his name right there. That's why you're pretty okay. Either way, I I had to get that get that out there just because I'm like, okay, yeah. I forgot that this guy was like good at football and like played football. Like, that's good to remember. That's good to, you know, fantasy football's coming up. Keep that in your back pocket. His value probably a little low right now. Never know. Yeah, yeah I think he's going like fifth round on average. So, I mean, obviously, yeah. if he returns to that, Michael Thomas. That's, that's a steal. That's a league winner. That's a league winner right there. Exactly that. But that was fun to see. Uh, also, sticking with practice and how people are looking in practice, Trey Lance, officially, he's got the go. He's got the go. Shanahan came out and said, yeah, he's our guy. You know, he's our quarterback. He's our number one. So, Trey Lance is starting week one. There's no questions. There's no, what about Jimmy Garoppolo? The only question with Jimmy Garoppolo is if he's going to be playing with another team or on their bench. That's it. Yeah, and it's looking more and more likely that it's going to be on the bench. On the bench. I think think the only thing that keeps Jimmy Garoppolo from leaving San Francisco is a quarterback injury to a contending team. Big injury, contending team. Quarterback's going to get back eventually. They just have to stay, you know, stay afloat. That's exactly 
who's or e- or even or even for a year, like I oh. think you. you oh, can if see you want to stay team. competitive, if you want to stay yeah. competitive, right? So just mail it in. Yeah, you know, yeah, I could definitely definitely see that. Uh, you know, something happened to the Cowboys. I could see that. The Vikings kind of come to mind. You know, that's a that's a you know nice offense. There's a lot of nice talent on that team. I- they could want to keep it upheld. I think the Bucks have so much invested Bucks? this year. If if uh, something happens, that, something that happened to Tom Brady, I think they would think about making that move. Hey, those guys! I, I think those guys know each other. I think Tom and Garoppolo know each other a little bit, at least. I think a little bit. I'm not sure how they, well they do, but I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is leaving for a job that's not a starting job. No, I don't think so. I don't think he's a choice. To be fair, because they can just ship him out wherever they want, but but. But no one is going to pay his contract to not start quarterback. No, that's a good point. It's going to be someone's going to be hurt. That's that. That's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Or or, yeah, or he's going to or he's going to play backup quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers this year. Yeah, but if you're Trey Lance, man, I want to get that off my back, man. Like it's like I got the guy who was starting sitting right behind me. So if I mess up, if I'm going a two game losing streak, people are going to be saying, hey. Let's get Jimmy in here. But despite all his flaws, we maybe still would have won that game. You never know. You know, who knows what fans are going to be saying about Garoppolo if they start losing with Trey Lance. Who knows? We're going to be singing all his praises then if they start losing with Lance. Uh, but, you know, some reports say he looks great. Some, you know, looks very inconsistent. A lot, though, pretty much all are saying Ayuk is popping off and that those guys are going to be quite the connection this year. Um, so that, that could be a good, good idea as far as fantasy-wise. Uh, that those two guys could be pretty big this season. Uh, what about you, Tanner? What you seeing out there? Uh, if we're talking about guys that look good or guys that don't, I think I've heard and seen video. Tua Tagovailoa in Miami looks pretty good. Uh, the reports out of Dolphins camp are pretty much all positive for Tua. I think I've seen that too. It looks yeah. like he's ready to take that next step at quarterback. Tyree remember Hill this, talking this, this, about this? Remember that this is the first. Season he's been fully healthy in the NFL. I just want to do want to point that out. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. So I'm not done on Tua, man. I'm not like people are selling him and saying they're out on him. Nah, I think I think he might pop. Again, he's not gonna himself have a huge year, but he's gonna have a nice year and they're gonna win some games. Um, and he's gonna be a good player this year. He's gonna be good this year. People just gotta wait. He's got too many pieces around him to not be good. You know. Yeah, and if and and if he's not good. You know what to do. You got to get someone else in there. You got to get someone else in there right away um, because you got a team that's ready to win right now, it seems like, or win or compete right now, it seems like. But, yeah, um, as far as teams and stuff go, what I'm hearing from the Patriots right now out of of Patriots camp is rough. Like, it's rough. No Josh McDaniels. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know who's running the offense right now. I've heard, again, it's camp. Let's not overreact. It is practice like we said earlier we're talking about practice here it's everything or it's nothing man and this is somewhere in between it's not nothing it's not everything you know um but i kind of expect them to look a little rough early i kind of i, I kind of expect that early on in the season as well i don't know what to expect from the offense right away yeah they don't even have an offensive coordinator exactly matt patricia a defensive coach and yep. joe judge a special teams coach splitting the duty neither of which thrived as they're at their head coaching positions, so they are back working for someone else. Is <laughs> what it comes down. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. They both left Belichick, and he brought them right back in. And where did that lead you? 
right back to me. We got a Thanos situation going on right now, and it is Belichick really is Thanos. Uh. That's what it comes down to. All right, he could not live with that. What? Right back to Bill. Right back to Daddy. Uh, either way, hasn't been great what we've heard from him. Losing Josh McDaniels, he, he's been there for so long. You know, you got to think, yeah, you're going to have some missteps when that happens, you know, especially with the route that they're taking offensively. So we'll see how it turns out. Uh, Packers O-line apparently isn't looking that great right now. Drew Locke is playing, is looking like the best quarterback in the league at Seahawks. <laughs> no, no. See, that's weird because I've seen reports that say the opposite and Geno Smith is outplaying him. You see, I saw reports uh, today that Drew Locke was outplaying Geno. That I guess. just shows you how unlegit training camp reports are. Yeah, guys, this really – take it with a grain of salt right here, guys. This doesn't – you know, none of this is like, oh, my gosh, you know, like for sure, you know, impacting on the season. But at the same time, we could, could be looking – we could be looking back on moments like this throughout the season and say, oh, remember when we said this? Remember when we talked about this during training camp? So <laughs> it could hit, it could miss. It's really one or the other, no in between you kind of hear. Um, Dak and CD, they've had quite the connection so far in training camp. People are saying CD Lamb is going to have a big year with Dak Prescott in, uh, next, this upcoming season. So don't take that with a grain of salt. Remember that. Just saying. And then we're talking about the other side of training camp. You have guys that aren't pleased to be there anymore. Kareem Hunt apparently wants out of Cleveland or he wants an extension. I don't know if you give a back that's been in the league as many years as Kareem Hunt has. What has he been in the league? Four or five years? And you an, ex- oh, an you extension have a guy really, in front of him. He's your second back. Like Yeah, it really hasn't worked out for pretty much anybody to extend a running back lately. Ask the Cowboys. And, or ask the Panthers. Ask the Panthers. Or, yeah. At, hey, we'll see ask how Derek Vikings. Henry comes back. We'll see if Derek uh, Henry comes back, yeah. what he looks like. So, we'll so, so I don't think they're going to extend him. He could end up working himself out of Cleveland. Roquan Smith, probably the Bears' best player. I would say yeah. most definitely the Bears' best player. Requested a trade. He wants out of Chicago. I think they're – 31 teams that would want Roquan Smith right now because wow. why would you talk, extend your best player? I talked about Shaquille Leonard earlier. Yeah, yeah. Like if he's not the best, if he's not the best off-ball linebacker, it might be Roquan Smith. Yeah, and why wouldn't you pay him, man? Like why wouldn't you pay him? I that, that, that I bet they get a deal done. I bet they get a I guess deal done. How important is the off-ball linebacker position? Can you just draft a guy that's way cheaper and fill in? Like, you're the Bears. You're going to be building for the future. Do you want that big Roquan Smith contract on your – I guess that's a good point. I guess that is a good point. You are really so – team. Save your money. You're going to need it down the road when you're actually a contending team. Yeah. Yeah, get, get – while his value is as high as it is right now, go get a first-round pick or as much as you can get out of him. So – I guess it does make sense. Um, anything else as far as players wanting trades or uh, holding out and stuff like that that you're hearing right now? Uh, no no more, like, uh, holdouts. I've heard of 
I know Kareem Hunt is holding in, so he's at camp. He's just not practicing. Okay. Yeah. But but the unfortunate side of training camp is the injuries. There have been quite a few injuries. I think none bigger than the Bucks and Ryan Jensen. They're Pro Bowl, All Pro center, center the leader of their offensive line, going down for what's looking like probably the whole season. Hard to bounce back from that, man. Tom Brady, not and and where is the one place? What is the one thing that has affected Tom Brady over his career? That's pressure up the middle. Without, exactly, dude. Exactly. Yeah, without without Ryan Jensen, it does. That's a huge injury for the Bucks. I think that's kind of going unreported through this training no, camp. We're gonna have to see some. We're gonna have to see a move or something if he's gonna be out the entire year. You gotta make a move or something. We have a third round rookie from two years ago or last year, maybe Robert Hainsey. He's probably they they said he's probably going to be the starter at center. Really? So you're going to go with the guy you drafted? I mean, that makes sense. He's already on all the reports. All reports out of Bucks camp are though that he looks incredible. Oh, so okay. Don't get too worried, Ben. Don't get too worried. But he's not Ryan Jensen. No, but if he looks incredible, I'm sure he'll be okay. I'm sure he'll be okay. I'm not gonna say he's and, gonna we just ex- and we just extended Ryan Jensen. Yeah, that's so, a whoop. That's a, that's a, so that is unfortunate. Back. You're hoping he can come back at some point, be the same guy he was. Hopefully, if you guys can make a playoff run, which you hopefully will, obviously, you're hoping for a big long playoff run. Uh, he can come back hopefully at some point in that postseason run. Hopefully, right? I don't know what the yeah. extent. Well, uh, I think reports are still out on that. Yeah, so we're still but, okay. And then James Washington, the Cowboys receiver that they went out and got this offseason, yeah. was slotted to be their number two receiver. That's crazy. While, while Michael Gallup is out. Yeah. He got hurt. He's going to miss time. He's going to yeah. miss at least probably eight weeks of the season. Yeah, broke yeah, foot. yeah, yeah. So, no, it's, who, it's a, it's so a who's going to be the number two receiver? Noah Brown is going to step up, I think. Ugh. Noah Brown's not terrible. He's not terrible. He's been making plays in camp. He's not great. He's not a number two receiver. Someone is gonna no. someone is gonna get cut from the Bucks that is better than Noah Brown. Uh maybe Tyler Johnson or Scotty Miller are better than Noah Brown. Maybe. And hey, maybe we pick him up. Maybe <laughs> we pick him up. That helps our room. Um Noah Brown, though, he can step in. Tolbert, I've heard good things from him. People are saying he could be a bit of a gem down there in the third round where they found him. Um, yeah, I've heard gonna, he's going to get a lot of reps. He's definitely going to have to. Even if he's not ready, he's going to have to. And what's the Cowboys' history? They've had success drafting receivers. They, they really have. So I think they I think they could do it again. We'll see. Reports are saying they just might have. Um, so I'm not too worried about that. Again, after you trade Amari Cooper, your offense isn't going to be the same. Okay, it's not going to be the same. Your wide receiving group isn't going to be the same. Uh, so if we still had wide, if we still had Amari Cooper, uh, I wouldn't even be entertaining this conversation right now. Okay, what do you yeah. say? But that's where they are right now. So I don't care. Yeah. It's not, not not that big a deal, but they will miss him early. And then a few other injuries to hit on. It looks like Makai Becton is probably going to miss the whole season again. I think he got hurt in week one or week two last year and missed the entire season. He's a guy that's been plagued by injuries early in his career, promising player. It's not looking great for his career at this point. I hope the best for him. And then Tim Patrick, wide receiver, 
competing. For, he's a starting wide receiver on the Broncos who have Super Bowl aspirations. I don't think they're truly that team, but they do. But they think they are. Oh, a hundred percent. Losing losing Tim Patrick for the season hurts, especially with the injury history for the rest of the receivers in that room. Mm-hmm. Jerry Judy they lost somebody else. Jerry Judy has been injured. Yeah. KJ Hamler has been injured. Cortland Sutton has been injured. Yeah, that's tough. But, that's tough. Like, so they now their guy solid last year. Yeah, now their guy that's been healthy. Yeah, now out for the season. Yeah, that's a rough one. That's that's. Are you still riding? Let's ride. Broncos country. Let's ride. Guys, I think I've shared this on here yet, but I absolutely love that, dude. Oh my gosh, it's the cringiest thing in the world. I love it, dude. So good. That's right. That's right. All right. All right. We'll see if they're still riding. We'll see if they're still riding in a few weeks. You know, with, with all those injuries, we'll see if they saw those Super Bowl aspirations five weeks into the season. I'm really interested to see what, you know, all these expectations. People are saying Russell Wilson's going to come in and just save the franchise. We're going to win a Super Bowl, all this, all this. I don't want them to get their expectations up too high. And again, not everybody's Peyton Man. Denver, not everybody's Peyton Man. And I am excited for this move. I think it is a huge move. I think it's huge. Yeah, let's see it. Let's see it work out. Let's see what he's like on the field. See what the team looks like, what the system looks like. It's a new head coach who's never been I think a head be, coach. I think they'll be good, but I don't think they're going to be as good as some people think no, they're going to be. I think going they're to going to be good, too. I think I'm higher on them than you are, but let's just chill a little bit with that. A lot of new pieces, a lot of new parts going out there. Um, but if it, but yeah, man, training camp. We had we had the, the Hall of Fame game. That was like you said earlier. Every every bit. team will have a preseason game in by the time we record our next podcast. Oh, for real, preseason's already going up. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, true. So nice. We we'll watch more football. More football coming up soon. Looking forward to that. I will be watching. Don't care what it looks like. Don't care who's playing. Don't care. Well, I do care what time it is. Kind of gotta go to bed early now out here. <laughs> you know, big, 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 big boy job out here now. But either way, uh, getting closer and closer. I think we only have three more divisions to talk about. Yeah, we have the AFC West, the NFC North, and the NFC West. Oh, NFC West. Yes, that's the one I'm missing. Yeah, NFC West. Right. So we'll see. Only three more, and then after that, we got our we got our season preview, and then the season is here. It's here. Okay, so we are we are getting insane. Could not be more ready. Yeah, dude, I am I am so ready to watch football, to call football, to talk about more football, everything, predict our, our picks of the week, you name it. I'm hyped for all of it, man. I can't wait just to sit on my recliner and watch football for like 12 hours. Like, I literally yeah. cannot wait. Yeah, the best weekends are just spent sitting in front of my couch all Saturday watching college football. Just uh, just as like a, a warm up for Sunday to watch football all day. Yeah, just a warm up, just a brief warm up, right? But either way, guys, uh, I gotta get this mic checked out. But we'll we'll see you next week. Go check us out on Twitter, dudes talking underscore pod. Go check us out on Instagram, dudes underscore talking underscore sports. Leave us a comment, a review, uh, a rating, whatever the platform allows. You're listening. I'll leave us something. Any feedback would be greatly appreciated here. But Tanner. Football is back closer and closer to the NFL season. I'm I'm content. I feel good. Yeah, what number of football was back? Football is back was that so far for us? 
Like we said, it maybe for the draft, for free agency, for training camp coming know, back. We might want to start a, like, a, like a drinking game. As for every time we say football is back, you guys take a shot. And that's kind of that's kind of where we are at this point. But football is back. Top it, it is. off. One last one. We are back. We're not stopping. That's the motto for for you know going up to the season. Football is back. Okay, that's how we feel. Either way, that's Tanner. I'm Casey Foreman. Football is back. We'll see you next week. All right. What's going on, guys? You're listening to Dudes Talking Sports. your co-host as always Casey Foreman alongside my co-host Tanner File.
what we can do this week in and week out. That's Tanner File. I'm Casey Foreman. Thank you guys for listening. I think that's going to be it for this week's episode of the Deuce Talking Sports. Sounds good. Deuce Talking Sports. Sports.